0: than I ever did. You had some heavy hitters uh, guests on too, man. So keep up the good work. But it's good to be with you, and I'm ready to talk sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. My name's John Zaglou, and great to have you here. Today's edition of the program, the Bears traded Cleo Matt. Talk about what it means and what to expect for them come next year. Plus, did they win the trade? That's a pretty interesting question. We'll break it down in just a second. Before we get started, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook, John Z If you want to watch more of this show, search up Sports Talk Chicago. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, sportstalkchicago.com. I want to start today with this. Well, we're going to take the North and never. Give it back. Bit of false advertising, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I get it, right? They're going to be good in a couple of years. Oh, $100 million in cap space in 2023. I'm happy about that, and we'll explain why in a second. But I want to ask this. Are the Bears going to take over the North in 2022? That's what it sounded like, right? When we heard Ryan Poles talk, everybody gushed. Over that statement, I found it a bit premature to say the least. But everybody said, oh, look, new regime. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be way better at Ryan Pace and Pat Nagy. They still might be. But that was false advertising. That's something I don't like. Nobody ever said there's going to be a big, full blown rebuild for the Bears. I mean, that wasn't publicized. Mine polls didn't say it. Media didn't say it. Guests on my program didn't say it. A lot of them said this could be a fringe playoff team come next year. That's what I thought it was going to be, to be honest. thought they were going to go 8-9, 9-8, and nine, nine and maybe sneak in. Lose, of course, but it'd be a good building experience for the next year. I didn't think they'd be mediocre. or They'd be completely off the rails, but looks like with these moves now, they might be in that position. The Bears have traded Khalil Mack. They've released Tariq Cohen. And I'm sure many more moves are still to come. The Khalil Mack trade was a bit shocking to me. Understand that he was on the block, made a video about this earlier this week. Talked about how it wouldn't be the best trade for this year. And sure enough, it isn't. NFL teams with the most dead money. Seattle Seahawks, forty two point six million, Chicago Bears, forty million. The Bears have $40 million on their cap this year in dead money. What does that mean? Well, they're paying out contracts for players that aren't on their team. The Bears gained $6 million in cap space with the Mac trade. The dead cap hit is north of $24 million. Now, the Chargers will take on the rest of his contract, which is why 2023 is going to be a big deal. I understand it. But as for this year, that's $24 million in dead money being paid to Khalil Mack, who's going to kill it in Los Angeles and probably win them a Super Bowl at this point. I wouldn't be surprised. Now their defense is going to be elite. Here's the real question, too. The Bears got a second-round pick for this year and a sixth-rounder in 2023. They saved $6 million in cap space this year, and I get a $23 million for the next year. Was that a worthy enough return for Khalil Mack? I love the narrative shifting, you know, the narrative rewriting. Now everyone's saying, oh, Mack never did anything here in Chicago. Oh, he was hurt all the time, never played really that well. I just talked about this a couple of days ago. Maybe he wasn't who he was in Oakland at the time. But don't tell me he wasn't productive. See, this is being done on purpose to justify what the Bears have done. Don't tell me Cleo Mack was not productive in a Bears uniform. Oh, he was never like 2018. You know what? He was still a pretty damn good defender. And this past year, he'll take six sacks in seven games. Oh, that doesn't mean he would have gotten 12 sacks in 13 games. No, but he got six sacks in seven games playing hurt. New report came out, too. Mack's brother said that he played with a broken foot for several games this past season. Huh. Six sacks, seven games, broken foot. Oh, yeah, he sucked. Oh, yeah, get him out. Nope, never lived up to that contract. What a joke. Get him out of here. The narrative rewriting is ridiculous, and I'm sick of hearing about that. You know, we've seen the same thing happen, believe it or not, to Mitch Stravinsky. Now Mitch Stravinsky's being compared to Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger in a new report from NFL Network. About a year ago, he sucked. I thought a year ago, he was run out of town purposefully, and he was blamed for the Bears' offensive struggles. And now this year, Khalil Mack all of a sudden sucks, apparently. Khalil Mack is over the hill, not good anymore. I can't wait till next year when he kills it in Los Angeles. He's going to be fully healthy, going to be with the contender, good team, good defense. I can't wait. He's going to have 13 sacks next year. Calling it right now, Khalil Mack. Probably 12, 13 sacks. I could see it easily. Then what's the reaction going to be? Oh, uh, it still needed to happen. We'll keep trusting Ryan Poles. I just don't understand why everybody all of a sudden is out for Khalil Mack's head when he did a lot of good things here in Chicago. The reason the move was made is because the Bears thought they would win now, and in 2018, they should have. we will say this, though. It's not all on Ryan Poles, only for the fact that this was not his contract. That's a stupid contract by Ryan Pace. The fact that you're going to be paying him out for this long. Poles had no wiggle room in the cap for the years to come. So I get where he's coming from. I get the logic behind it. That just goes to show you why the NFL is a business first. But the details surrounding it don't make sense or are false. Clearly false. And that's my problem with this whole thing. The Bears should have gotten much more back than a second rounder and a sixth rounder. Sorry. Yes, I don't care if the Chargers are eating up cap space, eating up the contract. They should have gotten much more back. They should have gotten a first-rounder back for Cleo Mack. Think about how many first-rounders the Bears gave up to get him. Now they're trading him for a second-rounder and a sixth-rounder. No, you'll help us out with the contract? Horrible trade. That part of it? Not necessarily fully on polls because Ryan Pace overpaid that to get Mack. It's just ridiculous. How many bad trades the Bears have orchestrated over the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years? Why do they always lose trades? I don't get it. Why do they always lose trades? They never win one. Never. And this proves it. Oh, yeah, we're going to give up three first-round picks, and then we're going to pay Khalil Mack a six-year, $130 million extension. Now what? You're trading him away for a second-rounder and some sixth-rounder? The sixth-rounder means nothing. So essentially, you traded away Khalil Mack, who is still a superstar, still productive despite injuries, for a second-round pick. No, that doesn't make any sense. Contract aside, if we're talking about straight-up apples-to-apples comparison on the talent the Bears got back for him and what talent he brings to the table, not enough, not fair. Whatever, I get it. Okay, rebuild and a little bit around the salary cap. I, I understand the whole thing. The Bears are going to have $130 million in salary cap open in 2023. That's great news. I'm happy about that. But it does nothing for this year. So expect a long season, plain and simple. That's $24 million in dead cap. $24 million in dead cap. And on top of it, think about this for the Chargers. They're going to have to pay out that contract. If Mac cannot get back to his form, that's also going to be a bad contract. I said on Tuesday that this trade all around really wouldn't make too much sense. But sure enough, somebody bought it. At the same time, the Bears are eating up dead cap for this year. I guess... It happened. It's over. But I'm not too thrilled about it. It was false advertising, too. Yeah. You made everybody think and everybody freaked out and I can go back and look at tweets and look at videos, look at articles. Oh well, wow, the Bears are going to be good this year. Oh they're going to take the North and never give it back. What a great speech, a good line from Brian Poles. Well, they're not doing that this year. Maybe in 2023, maybe... Certainly not this year. Not if you're trading away Khalil Mack for some second-round pick and eating up $24 million in dead cap. You're not going to do that. You're not taking over anything with that sort of a trade. The Bears also released Tariq Cohen today. I agree with that move. There's a good move by Ryan Pauls. I don't know what's wrong with Tariq Cohen, we still really have no clue as to what his problem is. I know towards ACL, but never really came back, and nobody gave any explanation as to what happened. They released him with an injury clause, essentially saying that they released him because he's hurt, and he's been hurt for a long time, and there's no room for him on the roster. As of today, apparently, Tariq Cohen's still hurt, which makes no sense whatsoever. Why does it have to be so secretive? Just spill it. Well, what's wrong? Why can't he play? Didn't make sense to keep Tariq Cohen anyway. He got paid. The Bears actually gave him a contract. Thank you, Ryan Pace. And he got hurt and didn't really do anything. Now you realize you got David Montgomery and Herbert. There's no need to even have him on the roster. So you paid Tariq Cohen more money for no reason. There's another faulty contract, thanks to Ryan Pace. And now he's gone. Look. I understand what Ryan Poles is doing here. His team now needs his own vision, his own ideas, get rid of the old stuff, old contracts, old players even, to make things the way he wants it to be. and Maybe it'll work. And if it works, then obviously I'm not going to complain about this anymore, but at the surface, it's different. Like, for example, when Artur Scarniscibus and Mark Eversley took over the Bulls, right? Everybody left, except for Kobe White and Zach Levine. Those were the only two players from the Garpax era that stayed in Chicago under them. But see, that made sense. They weren't trading the best defender in basketball. They weren't trading away Kawhi Leonard just because. They were trading away scrub players who probably will never see the NBA again in some cases. The Bears traded away one of the best defensive players in the NFL for a second-round pick. That's the difference. And for what reason? I want this to be my own team. You're still eating up dead cap for this year. It makes some sense. But to me, there's not enough clarification as to why you got such a little return for Khalil Mack. Don't tell me I'm artificially raising up his market. Khalil Mack is still a productive player 31 years old. Look at J.J. Watt last year. J.J. Watt just got a big deal from the Cardinals. He got hurt. And the Bears wanted to get him at that time. And I made a video saying, don't do what he's too old. The point is, there are still markets for older defensive players. J.J. Watt is 31, going to be 32. Same for Cleo Mack. They, they still have markets. Teams are still interested, even if they're hurt. And I just wish the Bears could have gotten at least a first-rounder back. Had that happened, I wouldn't have been as mad. Actually, it would have been a good trade. Get a first-rounder back for Mack, then you eat up Salbury. That would have been a great trade. But the fact that you can't get a first-rounder for Khalil Mack, I mean, this is not some no-name player. We're talking about a superstar, definite Hall of Famer. Can't even get a first-rounder for him? Really? And again, he's going to kill it next year. I don't care what anybody says he will. He was playing with a broken foot and had six sacks in seven games. Imagine him being fully healthy in Los Angeles with the Chargers. My goodness. Gonna have a great year next year, and everybody's gonna talk about it. Right, police sell. I will too. I'll follow it. Just not a huge fan of this move at the surface. You know, in a year I will be. In a year, 100 percent will probably be a fan of this move. But right now, no, I'm not. You're seeing my first reaction. No, I'm not a big fan of this. They should have gotten more back. Right, $120 million in cap space in 2023. Polls is asking for patience. All right, fine. We'll be patient, I guess. But just remember, Bears fans have been patient for a number of years. Since when? Hmm, uh, 1985, they've been patient. There have been different regimes coming in, coming in again. Be patient, give us time, be patient, give us time. He deserves it. To an extent, I, I get it, but I'm just sick of this, you know. Everybody else should be, too. It's unfortunate for Poles. You know, he really is in a tough position. Um, It's really hard to have a fan base buy in, and they've been screwed so many times. And also, at the same time, it's not his fault that Khalil Mack had that contract. He really isn't not his fault the Bears gave up so many first-round picks to get him and paid him that money either. That's not his fault. I mean, that was a Ryan Pace deal. He's trying to clean up Ryan Pace's mess. I don't wish for anybody to be in that position. (laughs) I don't wish for anybody to be in that spot. Ryan Poles has to clean up Ryan Pace's mess, and that's not easy. And it will be unpopular, some of the decisions he comes to. I guess part of the anger is that Brian Poles for not getting enough back, but a lot of it too is that Brian Pace, who now is in Atlanta living it up with Phil Emery. Both of them. I wish the Bears could have gotten more back for this. You know, somebody commented on Twitter saying, well, John, what would you like to see done? Look, it's Khalil freaking Mac. Not talking about some no name in the NFL. Khalil freaking Mack, elite player, surefire Hall of Famer. This is not, I don't know, Sherrick McManus. I mean, this is not somebody who's not integral to the team and who's not integral in the NFL. He's a household name. Yes, he is. I get the cap. I get the future. Let me be human here for a second. (laughs) It's Khalil Mack. Should have gotten something more back than just a second rounder. I'm fine with the rebuild. I get the point a bit. It just leaves a pretty bad taste in my mouth. That's all. And it's a bit deceiving when you say, hey, we're going to take back the North and never give it back. And then you do something like this. A lot of people thought next year would be the year. Now we're all realizing the truth, which is it won't be next year, and it may not even be the year after. Even with the cap space, it may not be that year. Just have to realize this is a full-fledged rebuild. But if you're going to do a rebuild, don't do it the Cub way. Don't train Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant for a bag of peanuts, really, when they were huge probably two years ago. Get something meaningful back. The Bears did not do that in Khalil Mack. Besides, okay, cap space, fine, okay. Economically, I get it. If we're talking about talent to talent, though, it wasn't really even. So Khalil Mack's production is equal to a second-round pick in the NFL. Khalil Mack, defensive player of the year, I get it could be hurt, but still put up good numbers with a broken foot. His production, his presence, is equal to a second-round pick in the NFL. Come on. Really? I mean, we're going to sit here and try and justify that? No! The answer is no! Khalil Mack's production as an NFL player your Hall of Famer, is not equal to a random second-round pick. Oh, sorry, and a sixth-rounder, too. No. That's my problem with this trade. One first-rounder and the cap would have been a great trade. I wouldn't have a problem with that. The Bears need a first-rounder this year. They don't have any. That would have been great. It just seems like in this specific trade, the Bears didn't really win it. Everybody will justify it. Everybody will say, yes, they did. You're wrong. But the fact is, we're talking about pure numbers and pure everything. Talent. No, they didn't win this. They got rid of a bad contract. Great. Cleo Mack is going to be good next year. And the Bears will watch him kill it in Los Angeles, paying $24 million of his salary. Think about that. Hope well, Brian Poles knows what he's doing. I'll tell you this much. Bears fans are sick of this crap. And this is not only on Ryan Post. This is every general manager. Bears fans are sick of this. So I would hope that something comes of this trade. Maybe the cap space next year makes some big spenders. But you have a right to not be happy now. That's all. You have a right to not be accepting this now, because the fact is, there are only going to be more trades and more releases. And a lot of those are going to involve dead cap today on top of it. So when we talk about, like, Justin Fields' development, well, you can't pay an offensive lineman if you're paying $60 million in dead cap space, for instance. That's something you got to keep in mind. So Justin Fields' development could even be hindered by moves like these for this year only. If you can't have any money to pay for new offensive line or new weapons because you're paying off dead money well, what are you going to do? Just something to think about. Ryan Poles and the Bears, more so at work again. I don't even blame Ryan Poles. I still blame McCaskey and Ted Phillips at this point. Hopefully something changes. Hopefully this all works out. But in the moment, right now, today, not happy. Could be in a couple of weeks. Could be next year at this time. But right now. Trade Khalil Mack, not just Khalil Mack, Khalil freaking Mack, for a second rounder and a sixth rounder for some cap help that won't be kicking in until next year? That, to me, is a bit ridiculous. I hope you think the same. Well, that'll do it for us today here on Sports Talk Chicago. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports and on Facebook at Johns You're You to watch more of this show. Search up Sports Talk Chicago. Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, SportsTalkChicago.com. Another great show comes to a tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Till then, stay safe, and so long, everyone.